0: It's Tuesdays with Aaron. Here's Jason Wildy with Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers on ESPN Wisconsin. Wow, I thought we'd get uh, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Instead, we got Homer doing his best Aaron Rodgers imitation. What'd you think of that?
1: I I happen to agree with him. That's kind of how I feel. I got asked the same question uh, today twice. So, relax was your word la- last week. What's your word this week? Huh? No word? we? I said what I said. We won. Move on.
0: So, let me ask you this about what you said. By the way, this is the Aaron Rodgers Show Tuesdays with Aaron with Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Um, when you came in here last Tuesday, did you come in here with a plan? Did you come in here with relax on your mind uh, we we know No, that think. would
1: give me way too much credit.
0: <laughs> now, in all seriousness, though, usually you don't speak without usually thinking things through, wouldn't you agree? Usually, yes. But not to that extent maybe, um, where you would have come in here with that plan, but did you what what was your intent?
1: After you with that? read me some of those ridiculous questions, I just felt like there was a mini freak out going on uh, and that that just needed to come across. <laughs> You know, let's just uh, relax a little bit.
0: Did Did you also want to take some of the pressure off your team and put it on yourself? I've, I, other leaders, other great players have done that in the past for their teams. Was that in any way a fringe benefit or an intention at all?
1: Well, I think it, it's, uh, it's both. You know, it, it, any time you make a statement like that the next day, uh, you know, to my surprise there' there are some people that listen to the show, I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> it might just be Rob Demosky who put something out there on the ESPN, and then and then you know then uh the big network picks it up but uh but yeah it was you know it was on there, my quotes are on there uh that takes I think uh, that takes the pressure off of, of some people for sure because it's it's on my words and obviously I have to back those up because I'm saying, Hey, everything's gonna be okay and I haven't played as well uh as as I wanted to yet and our offense hasn't and then we come out and we have a pretty good performance and um Yeah, maybe they'll um Relax a little bit for a few weeks, but if, you know, if something happens, and we'll be right back to square one, I think. So, but that's, that's the nature of our game. You know, it, it's, it can be, especially in the media, a little bit uh, fickle at times. You know, you, um, lose a game, you're the worst team in the league, you win a game, and everybody thinks and talks about how great you are, or, you know, they still can pick at things, but, um, you know, it's, it's a long season. And that, that was my main point. It's a long season. Um, we can't afford to lose games the way we lost in week three there, but, um, yeah, you know, we came back with a solid performance on the road. It's tough to win on the road. care who you're playing. um and we're uh, we're happy about the way that uh, that thing ended, and we're we're looking forward to a short week and another division opponent
0: you were you were great talking about it after the game. You said you always have confidence. Was there any at any point between Tuesday and Sunday where you went, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. No, never a doubt. not at all. Um, ever a doubt that you would back it up the way you did?
1: no i I have a lot of confidence in in uh in my abilities I've confidence in my teammates and i I felt like we after a week of practice we we're gonna have a good performance um now I've said it before you know I was able, fortunate enough to throw five touchdowns against the bears uh a few years ago um and I said after that game, I, I believe you never expect to do that against a uh, division rival, especially not the bears, because uh they're so talented on defense and they they still have a lot of the same pieces they've had there for uh for for years but uh yeah, we were able to get some things going. Guys made some nice plays. We had some real good routes there um, on the in the tight red zone, and able to convert uh, those into touchdowns. Uh,
0: now, there's a, obviously the very quick turnaround uh, to play on Thursday against the Vikings. Josh Sitton was in the locker room earlier today. He had some very strong opinions on uh, playing on Thursday. He said, "I hate it. It sucks." Uh, is that the general feeling among players? Um, and if you don't want to be quite as bold as Josh, I guess my question would be, what are the challenges of, of doing this on a short week in a sport like the sport you play?
1: I think that's usually the consensus. consensus. Uh, I barely got touched last week, so I don't really have any complaints. But uh, but the guys that uh, have contact every single play, you know, stuff on their bodies. Um, I think it's even tougher uh, playing on uh, Thanksgiving, you know, because you're, then you're 10 11 weeks into it and uh have to play a short week. Now, this is maybe a little bit easier since we're only 4 weeks in but um you know the every week you get into this thing you're you're banged up and and uh mm-hmm. like we always say you know it's a 100% injury rate in this league. You know, everybody has injuries they deal with it's just the severity and ability to uh to play through them if uh if that's possible. But uh it's tough on the bodies but we get a nice little no uh, break after this so hopefully we can uh Take care of business, get the three and two, and have a nice, relaxing weekend.
0: Uh, Andy had a question for it's Aaron or for uh, ask Aaron. I get it confused with it's Aaron. That's okay. Yeah, a lot of attention. How great was that? Amazing. Um, He said, "Would you like to see the NFL go to two bye weeks and have one before the Thursday night game? Would that solve your problem?"
1: No, I don't think. I don't think. uh I don't think so. You know, you just extending the season. If you go to two bye weeks, either making it uh, sooner or extending it into the winter. Um, they're going to try at some point uh, to go 18 games, but uh, hopefully that's long after I'm done playing because that's something that uh, myself and the majority of the league I don't think would ever want to go for.
0: Um, I had that slip there about it's Aaron, and I uh, traded text messages with Annie's dad uh, this morning. Have you been surprised at how that took off? You knew you had a good and I won't spend the whole the first 10 minutes of the show like I did last week on it, but it was Deserving of that then, and it's deserving of asking about now. Have you been surprised at how it it really did go viral? I know that you were hoping it would, but have you been surprised at the attention it got?
1: Well, you know what, it wasn't a hope uh, that, that it goes viral. It's just something you're so honored to be able to uh, to be a part of. Um, you know, and getting to know the Bartos family and uh, the impact that Jack had on me and my role with the Mac Fund, and uh, as we started the Aaron campaign, wanting to highlight some amazing organizations. We obviously start with the Mac Fund, which means so much to both of us. Uh, and then uh, moved on some, to some other incredible organizations. When the opportunity arose to work with uh, Annie and Golden September, it was a, a no-brainer. And you just hope uh, by by highlighting these causes that the that the cause gets the attention because it's uh, that's uh, that's the main focus and that's what we're promoting and trying to uh, to, to gain awareness about it, is these amazing people who are doing things in our backyard and and making a difference on a national re- and regional scale.
0: Let's uh let's get back to football, but let's get to the weather of football. Uh, you were asked at your locker today about the forecast having rain in it, and uh, you said that it does change your approach, your grip, and your thought process on some of the deeper throws. How is that the case?
1: I can. I mean, it just, um, yeah. You know, so that's kind of like a standard answer there. You know, the, the,
0: can you give us a better one?
1: I don't know if I have a better one. The rain, the rain sucks. I mean, uh, it's no fun. Uh, is
0: it the worst of all, like snow, cold, heat? Is it the worst yeah, one rain, in terms of dealing with
1: rain, wind, and then cold, in that order? Okay, Worse to not as worse.
0: So, do you rethink? I mean, do you rethink throws? Or I mean, you can't be hesitant in the pocket once the ball's in your hand. Yeah, you just so play. It, it just
1: depends on, on on how the ball reacts to your hand. I mean, I, I don't wear gloves. I've played in the rain. I've practiced in the rain. You know, it's we've done wet ball drills numerous times. It's probably my least favorite thing to do is the wet ball drills. But you <laughs> still Tom Clements out all the time. Um, th- Thankfully, we've kind of gone away from it a little bit. But, uh, you know, it's part of the game. You know, Every now and then you're going to get uh, some wet weather. You just got to uh, slightly adjust your grip, and uh, that's not really a main factor.
0: Um, what about the running game? I, you know, you said that even when you have a good – your offense going there's still going to be people that ask questions that's the one question about your offense too.
1: well there's always been people that ask questions but
0: uh... i mean is that i think a lot of us were expecting because eddie was so good last year you have your track record you guys didn't spend a lot of time in the backfield together because of various injuries that put you two together and things were going to be magic um what's going on there and how confident are you that you guys will get it going
1: i'm confident we're going to get it going it's just a matter of getting him uh, enough touches to be comfortable, and we haven't given him uh, enough. And that's just been based on the way the game's played out and based on the way teams have played us. We've played uh, three teams who've uh, leaned more to single safety looks, and um, we've tried to throw a little bit more in those situations. And also, you know, three teams, the first three that are extremely stout against the run, and Chicago was stout as well. I mean, the top, uh, you know, the Lions, the Jets, and the Seahawks, I'm sure will be – yeah, you know, probably top ten, top fifteen at the very least. Uh, run defenses uh, because they're just really stout up front. Their schemes, um, a lot of times, is single safety stuff, and and uh, they're going to slow you down when you're trying to run it. So, yeah, you know, we'll uh, we'll see how teams play us moving forward. But you know, the more we pass it uh, effectively, the more you're going to see two show, and the more chance we're going to get to run the ball.
0: I-, I know you haven't gotten to the 75 plays a game that you wanted to. You pointed out though you had what 47 plays and 38 points on Sunday. Um, is it possible in any way to be too efficient? Like, I'm not saying that you guys were too good, but, you know, the Bears go big. You a
1: negative sweatshirt on today, is that, that you're wearing your,
0: uh, my, my, your ASU? My you negative, negative to... shorts is what I'm wearing. They're yeah, too you... short and they're too negative. <laughs> um, but in terms of what the defense deals with. No, I know I've what you mean, yeah.
1: Before. Well, you know, we had 23 minutes of uh, time possession in the game, and, and, and so the defense was on the field for a long time. Uh, that makes it difficult on them, but... Uh, yeah, you know, we can put pressure on teams by by throwing it uh, effectively and scoring quickly and um we had some quick scoring drives and we kinda shifted the the field there. We know we got up uh scored all three possessions in the first half, scored a field goal coming out, Mason had a big kick and then scored the possession after that and then you're up two scores and then it's kind of uh it totally changes the dynamic of the game. Then they gotta start throwing more. Uh gives our rush uh, more chances to uh, uh to tee off and to get in their jet rushes and um that's kind of uh, kind of how we want to do it. Uh, their game plan, it seemed, was to keep our offense on the sideline, and they had long time-consuming drives and wasted uh, a lot of time on a play clock. Um, and our defense did a good job in the in the red zone, holding to a field goal, and then uh, end of the first half, giving them no points. And then second not half. Not by much. Know, not by much, by just enough. Second half, they got a couple turnovers for us, and we cashed them in.
0: Um I don't know, did you did you watch Monday Night Football at all last night, or were you busy getting for, ready for the game? Yeah, I watched some of it. Um, I, and, and seeing Brady struggle, which is strange to see, I wondered how much a great quarterback also needs great weapons at his disposal. And then I thought, hey, I know a guy who might know something about this. Um, so how vital is that for you, however good you are, that you have really good guys at the receiving end of your passes?
1: Well, you know, as a quarterback, you rely on a lot of a lot of different uh, moving parts. You got to have protection. You got to have guys uh, blocking for you. You need to have guys running good routes and can open. They got to catch the ball. So you're always relying on a lot of different people, and that's the nature of our game. That's why it's so special. It's a team sport. You know, you can't uh, you can't do it by yourself. So it takes uh, it, it does take uh, weapons, and and I think you can uh, mold the guys you're with to fit the scheme that you're running and to fit your personality. Um, get more out of guys that maybe other teams couldn't um, based on your uh, your scheme and the fit. Um, but, uh, yeah, you have to have, uh, you have some talented guys to make the thing work.
0: You said during the offseason that this could be the deepest receiving core. Now, you had Aberderis, who I know you like, but at that time he got hurt in training camp. Uh, do you still feel like this group has that potential? Obviously, that means Devontae has to continue to develop. It means Jeff has to continue to develop. But do you still feel that way?
1: I think there's a big upside for sure. I don't hurt having uh, Magic uh, Abredes get uh, get hurt there in uh, in training camp because he uh, looked like he was going to be able to help us right away. But uh, I think it's uh, it's a deep group. You got two guys on the practice squad are really talented guys, Miles and and, uh, and Doris. Who've uh, you know Miles played for us uh, last year when we needed him, and and uh, Dorsey has really improved from year one to two. So um, with those guys and Jeff. Getting some, getting some time, and Boyk and Devontae, and our, and our top two guys. You know, we—it's it, a deep group, uh, but w- we lack a little bit in experience. Um, but we make up for it with talent.
0: Did, uh, did you nickname Aberderis Magic? Or... I did, yeah. Now you know Homer nicknamed himself Homer, right? That, probably, that, yeah. That—that yeah. that is against the nickname rules, is it not?
1: I don't make up the rules. Uh, the only rule I've made up is a 24-hour rule. Although I probably heard that from somebody. That's oh, about the, the spoiler alert! Spoilers yeah. on
0: Twitter. Okay, all right. Well, I just Homer told me the long story of his nickname, and I thought I don't know I'm if sure it was a, a great name. story. <laughs> Tausch didn't give it to him. Uh, no, not to. Wow. Not, Tausch was probably a, just a little boy when that uh, when that nickname was put in place. Uh, one little. Of the, what? Little. Well. well I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. That's that's. The, I'm not going anywhere near that. Um, CP. The uh, cat pig. Right? That was a nickname you gave him. Right. Okay. Just confirming. Uh, One last thing going back to the the weapons thing. Oh, yeah. When you said that, I I thought back to that Sports Illustrated cover that you did. Um, And it's Jordy and James and Jermichael and Greg and Donald and Randall. Did you have it really good then? I mean, you look at those guys, and holy smokes, that's a lot of proven talent on one field and is it possible to do that i mean given where those guys were at in their careers where you were at in your career that was your mvp year where those guys were at in their contracts is that hard to do as you've seen some of those guys now depart
1: yeah it's hard to do because you have to you have to have young guys who step up and play at a really high level before they get paid and and the veteran guys who've been paid who are still playing at a high level so we hit it uh, good timing with uh, with that group but uh no, I, th- I think I think that with the guys we got, we can uh, we can put together another cover like that that would match up uh, pretty favorably.
0: Um, whose idea was that? That it was you and all those guys.
1: I would have to say mine.
0: What? Why did you? Why did you think that was important?
1: Well, you know what? I've I've always believed that any time you have a chance to uh, to highlight uh, the guys you work with, it it's a great thing. You know, we we were able to do the uh, the linemen. Uh, the one year with uh, mustaches on the cover of, uh, I believe that was ESPN. wasn't yes. that? And then, uh, you know, the Sports Association was, uh, was really awesome. The only, the only not awesome part was that uh, we talked about that day. Hey, once we get up from practice, let's, you know, get out there real quick. And a couple of the guys, I'm not going to name any names, were kind of lagging behind a little bit. Yeah.
0: I thought it was because you didn't like that, that sporting news cover where you had your arms <laughs> awkwardly above your head like you were hanging from the sun.
1: Yeah, that wasn't, uh, wasn't my favorite.
0: Um, you mentioned young guys, and and you got asked a bunch of questions after the game about it, and then I saw you were asked about it again today, so who am I not to ask about it? Um, the touchdown to Devontae. Again, I, I understand it doesn't count, but there were a couple aspects, and I think this is why you're getting so many questions about it. First of all, I mean, you called it... What did you call it after the game? Somebody said it was one of your best plays, and you said it was like one of your worst decisions. Right. Why? Late, down the middle? It was
1: one of the quarterback mortal sins. Late down the middle.
0: Okay. Although
1: I I said that in the meeting this morning, and uh, Alex and Tom, who came up with the quarterback mortal sins, said that the, the throw was a little bit outside the number, so it may not have been late down the middle. It was late and on the numbers.
0: Uh, is, are these on like a stone tablet in the quarterback's Pretty room? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, but was that was that an important play for Devontae? I mean, again, even though it doesn't count, as he's trying to continue to progress his relationship with you, it seemed to mean something. I talked to him today. It seemed to mean something to him. Did it mean something to you in terms of that relationship, that rapport?
1: Uh, it was purely reactionary. I mean for me it was uh I was about to get creamed and I saw him in the corner of my eye that he looked like he was behind some the uh, some of the defenders. Um, but you know in watching a film Devonte uh, shows up, you know as being the guy who's uh who's open more times than he's not open. So um I said uh, I referenced something to that effect today that um you know some of these guys don't realize, you know uh, I'm very critical uh, as I go back and watch the film of myself, but also, you know, I'm watching. Uh, I'm just not. I'm not just watching where the ball's going. I'm watching everybody else on the play as well. So if I see a guy consistently getting open, then there's a chance the next time in those situations that the, the ball could be coming their way. So um, we we see uh, we see it all when we're watching it, and uh, and I think you know I've said it. I think Devonte, uh, you know, he's had good weeks of practice and. And you're going to see him uh, continue to to jump out and make some more plays.
0: The film don't lie, as Rob Domofsky would say. Let me ask you one other thing about that play. You said you were about to get creamed. You did get creamed. Yeah. Um, were you, when you saw that on film, were you perilously close to something a little more significant than being able to sit here and go, I barely got touched?
1: That's the the nature of the game we play. It's yeah. Almost every single play is like that. You know, you're you're close to uh, to a big shot or a big hit or. Uh, a precarious uh, situation with your legs or your or your upper body, and that's just uh, that's the excitement of playing the game we play, and also the risk that we take.
0: Last thing before we get to inside the helmet, then we'll look ahead to the Vikings and get to your favorite part, where I don't. We're still in the first segment, huh? Uh, well, it's the last one of the last question. Okay. Uh, um, you said this last Tuesday, and then it happened. Um, you guys moved Jordy around a lot more on Sunday than you had maybe in the first three games, would that be fair to say? Possibly. Um and that in turn you also moved Randall around. Why is that important? Why does that help your offense? Why why wow, is that? I think it's part of
1: uh, their training. They're trained to to be able to play at every position outside, inside, left, right. So that's just part of uh, us moving those guys around and trying to get different matchups and see how the defense is gonna play us. And that's just we did it to, you know, we did it with Donald. We did it with uh, Greg you know, move Greg in the slot uh, uh, multiple times when he was here. And, and that's just, uh, you know, f- putting guys in different spots and seeing how the defense reacts and then uh, looking for the matchup that we like. And that's just how we're, we're going to keep on doing it. That's what we've done here for for years and keep on doing it.
0: Let's go inside the helmet, look at a couple of plays from the game on Sunday. Um, and there were a lot to choose from. I wanted to ask you, uh, Alex Van Pelt was explaining this to me. You you had one attempt to Richard Rodgers before sunday and it was a throw where there was a corner that was lurking and had you put it where you were supposed where you would have intentionally put it he would have probably gotten walloped and you intentionally threw it behind him to stop him to save him from getting hurt you remember this play i do um so you finally got an opportunity to throw him a ball that you weren't trying to save his life on. Uh take us through the how significant that play was to kind of get you guys going. And you always talk about second reaction plays. He was open on a second reaction play.
1: He was open on the first on the first uh play as well, but uh I was looking outside um and uh yeah, he made a nice reaction as I rolled to the right. But the, you know, the first play of the game, uh, he got the ball. He ran a nice stick route, uh, and then the second play of the game, we came back, and uh, he had a vertical and he adjusted his route as I moved outside the pocket and did a nice job. You know, he's uh, he's a talented guy. He just you know, he needs uh, he needs uh, experience, and with the experience comes confidence, and with confidence comes big plays. So it's kind of a you know a flow chart, if you will, that you know he just needs some more opportunities, and the more opportunities he gets, then uh, he's going to keep on playing better.
0: The uh, other play i wanted to ask you about and there were obviously four touchdowns i wanted to ask you about the Cobb catch on the not as short touchdown but as longer one take us through that one
1: yeah you know that situation I've, I've referenced where you know we put the uh, jordy's inside and and jordy's got uh, a lot of attention and randall um, and other guys have one-on-one opportunities so when you get those one-on-one opportunities you got to win and randall had a nice route. He outside released he uh, got on top of the defender i put the ball in a in a decent spot and he made a nice catch uh a high point catch uh, in traffic um, with uh, contested, uh, so that's um, you know obviously a confidence booster for him and and uh, gives me, you know he gives me a lot of confidence by the way he runs his routes and the confidence in which he runs his routes and and uh, our sideline conversations and our during the week conversations you know he he uh, he cares about it he wants to be successful and uh, he wants the ball and uh, when you make plays like that you're going to keep on getting the ball
0: he. Uh Obviously had a big season in 2012, got off to a great start last year with back-to-back 100-yard games. How much better is your offense when he's going, and did you sense any frustration with either the offense or himself, because I know he was mad about the drop he had in Detroit, but... Um, and is it a good thing to kind of get him going this way, like you did on Sunday?
1: I sensed zero frustration from him, and that uh, says a lot about the kind of teammate that he is and kind of player he is. You know, he prepares each week to be success- successful. He knows his role, and he knows he's going to get opportunities uh, when uh, the coverage dictates. And uh, he was ready to play uh, on Sunday, and he made uh, made the plays that were there.
0: So us uh, get to your favorite part of the show. Ask Aaron. Well, no, I can't. I got to ask you about the Vikings. I'm sorry. Uh, weird week. Short week. Yeah. How Coach that... Zimmer,
1: very very good coach. A lot of respect for him. Uh it's a it's a different defense, it's different personnel. It's uh a lot of new guys. You know, it's not uh it's not the same guys. Chad Greenway's been out, not sure what his status will be. Obviously there's no Jared Allen there anymore. You still got Brian Robinson, you got uh, Griffin on the other side, uh talented uh talented Angie. You got Linville Joseph inside coming on from the from the Giants. Um, you have a new uh, linebacker in Bar. They picked in the first round. You have uh, Captain Munterlin, Mon- who played for Carolina. Uh, he's over Xavier Rhodes, is a second-year guy. Robinson is a second-year guy. Third-year guy. Um, Harrison Smith has been out a lot of the times. We played him the last couple of years, so he's he's back and healthy, and he's a talented guy. He's a difference maker. So uh, it's a defense that uh, flies around. They a lot of different looks up front. A lot of different blitz uh, blitz packages. Um, they do well when they. Uh, or giving you the same look and and running different things from it, so they're they're really good on uh, with their third down uh, disguised defenses. Although their percentages haven't been as high as, or as low stopping third downs um, as high stopping third downs. They've been up some third down conversions. They're uh, they're a talented defense We throw a lot of stuff at you. And coming off a big win against Atlanta at home, and we gotta we gotta take care of business. Is
0: it hard to prep for a new scheme and new players on a short week? I know you guys work. It is. On yeah. It, season, is.
1: it is. It uh, is. That's why I'm, uh, I'm so tired right now. Right. That and I have to answer your questions. Oh,
0: uh, and you want to get out of here so you can go do more film studies. I do.
1: I can't wait. <laughs> and Jeopardy's on at 6.
0: <laughs> Let's get to Ask Aaron. Got, it's okay. I know. I, I got a yeah, DVR. No, that's fine. Um, i
1: watch it Friday.
0: <laughs>
1: Trebek's grown a mustache. I don't know if you've seen that. That's yeah. That's a big highlight. Him and Mike McCarthy. Both well, grown mustaches. All
0: right. Well, I guess we'll start with Ryan's uh, question for Ask Aaron. What do you think of Mike McCarthy's mustache?
1: Don't tell him. The next month after September is October, not November.
0: He said he cut his lip. That's why he's growing it. Oh, really? Do you believe that's He's covering great? it up? Yeah.
1: I hope so. That's amazing. I just can't <laughs> wait till, he, till it grows out and, and it's really black, dark, because of the just for men he puts in there.
0: <laughs> uh, Drew Olson asks, I... I Posted a, now we're
1: letting Drew Olson ask questions on this We show? are.
0: Uh, but he asked just about everybody, and this was wildly popular on their show this morning. Oh, I'm um, sure it was. I, <laughs> you're so snarky over there. <laughs> so I bought a box of cereal last night. It's like this Captain... Lucky Cr- Charms? Uh, well, That's I good. was following the 80-20 rule, yes. except mine's more like 30
1: 70 <laughs> 20-80, nice.
0: <laughs> um, Captain Crunch uh, donuts or something mm. like that. Do you have a go to kids cereal that you allow in your twenty percent on your twenty no, percent?
1: I don't really eat cereal. It used to be in college though, when when our meal money would run out or when we had a little bit left on Sunday we'd go down to uh, the store, the student store and you usually had just enough to like get a box of lucky charms. <laughs> So Lucky Charms was that. Honey Nut Cheerios, I've always enjoyed those. But Lucky Charms was the uh, the vice on Sunday evenings uh, at the Clark, Court, Clark Kerr dorms in, uh, in Berkeley. Uh,
0: another uh, foodie sort of question oh. comes from Andy. He says, uh, do you have a favorite flavor of Gatorade that you require or like to drink during a game?
1: Require? Uh, no. I don't have anything I... Strongly require. Uh, I Come on, t-
0: rock stars have like you can't. They, they have that rider in their contracts when they go play gigs. So okay. You, you don't you don't have that. I don't. Okay. No. Do you have a favorite that you like? No. Do you drink Gatorade during the game?
1: Yeah. And water. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, Michael says, "What were you and Jay Cutler talking about when his third potential in- interception was being reviewed?" That's a secret. Seemed to be a happy conversation. Really? Yeah, it looked like it. No. Uh, you guys were smiling after the game when you yeah, talked I don't, to each other too.
1: Yeah, Jay and I are buddies. Yeah, yeah. been uh, been friends since uh, about for a long time, and I uh, always appreciate how he uh, treated my brother when my brother was uh, moving to, moved to Nashville and went to Vandy for those three years, and um, so I was talking to him about his uh, his family. You know, he's got a couple couple young kids now, and um, I just always uh, always appreciate uh, talking to you.
0: Jeremy says, I have a new five-letter word for this week, trust. Uh, from the Bears game on Sunday, it looked as though the young guys seem to be gaining your trust. Are they?
1: I don't have any new five-letter words this week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Abby says, I have a professor this year who is picky and condescending toward us, and the class is pointless. So Abby's got a good attitude about this class. Other than your food appreciation class, uh, mm. have you ever had a class in college where you just couldn't stand the professor and or the class, and how did you deal with it?
1: That's tough. I, this I, is
0: what happens when you tell that great story about the professor that you held that grudge against. Everyone has college She had
1: a grudge me. against me, first of all. <laughs> she had a grudge against me and all student-athletes. Who are That's entitled true. and blah blah blah, and you'll never make it in the NFL. You'll get hurt. Thanks, lady. Uh, no, I, I enjoyed all my classes. I feel bad because I had an art appreciation class at like eight thirty in the mornings on Tuesdays, and Mondays was a like long day of film and and uh, workouts and all that stuff, and it was just. They put some slides on in the morning at eight. It was tough. I mean, it was a tough class, but I, my professor was great, and the, and the class was actually interesting. I always, it was art history, uh, which I love history. It was it was just uh, hard to hard to always stay awake. Not you know, I stayed awake for the most part, but every now and then, if I was really tired from a long night of watching film the night before, or Lucky Charms, you know, it was just it was sometimes hard. But that, but my classes at Butte were amazing, and uh, I enjoyed my classes at Cal, except for. Uh, that one class
0: john asks i was watching monday night football and it reminded me that most quarterbacks and players wear mouthpieces but a lot of the packers including you don't a lot i i I don't know that's what john says here okay um is there any particular reason i can't imagine any quarterback would choose to wear one you you've talked about this before on the show it's a communication thing for you mostly
1: yeah mostly
0: what else could it be
1: just kind of an old-school mentality.
0: Yeah. Um, it, are you, because of how verbal you guys are when you don't have to deal with crowd noise, I mean, it, would it be harder if you had a mouthpiece in to articulate to your guys what they need to know? Or That's a
1: hypothetical situation, Jason, so I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I'm uh, qualified hypotheses. to answer that one.
0: Okay. Uh, I got two questions related to this, speaking of uh, nonverbal communication. Jeremy asks, what is that pre-snap signal where you look like you're smoking? Is that a smoke route, or is that an indicator of two high safeties? Uh, and Tony asks, how do you keep from laughing after some of the hand gestures you do in the no huddle? They have been, shall we say, interesting.
1: That was just a tribute to Jay Cutler, because there's that Smoking Jay website. So I was just doing a tribute to Jay there.
0: Okay, You, you would never give away the actual value of those. That's what it was. It really was? You're not making I that up? I don't know. I don't remember. I think you're making that up. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, you've done it a lot of times, though. Like, there's people that use it as, like, their Twitter avatar. That's okay.
1: It's a dummy signal. You know, it's like, that's the whole thing. It's, you know, like, it's smoking dope. You know, you're a dummy if you smoke dope. So that's, oh, I that's get why it. it's a dummy yeah, signal. Yeah, that's your know,
0: God, you think well on your feet. Thanks. Um, last two. David says, uh, I know you've played video games in the past. Um <laughs> Yeah. Good start
1: to the question. Uh,
0: What is your favorite game to play currently? And if you play Madden, who do you play as? I don't play Madden. You don't? I don't play Madden. You you used to. And I I
1: don't don't play any video games. uh, Occasionally any. I've kind of slowed down. Halo's there's a new halo coming out in november i've always been a halo guy i'm I'm a traditional gamer so i have never really got into uh, call of duty i think it's a great game but I just never really got into it i'm more of a halo halo 3 i think is one of the best video games of all time uh i enjoy the nhl games and the fifa soccer game which is so realistic it's amazing the new one um but, yeah, uh, sports video games, it's its really uh, NBA 2K every now and then, FIFA, NHL, and Halo. That's kind of been my, my thing over the years. I used to play Madden um, back when I was younger. We used to have like an hour we could play Sega Genesis on Saturdays. Uh, so we were always uh, – Tried to kind of push that, so you'd got wake up at like six thirty, and play, and you could play from like eight to nine. So we'd wake up six thirty and like get some games in. If we heard anything, we'd like shut it off real quick, and then you, you kind of get to play from eight to nine. And then you had to go outside and play once your chores were done.
0: Um. So you why don't you play? Matt and Kevin Durant said on Jimmy Fallon recently that he plays NBA Two K as LeBron James. You just you just get enough okay. football. You have no need for more football as your entertainment. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Okay. Not really play it. I just wanted to complete David's question
1: I miss, you know I, I do miss the, like old old-school Saga NBA jam great game
0: I love the just fact, fact that, that you, there. there are guys in your locker room who are like concerned about their rating on Madden like I baby, couldn't
1: tell you what mine was or any I, I don't I don't play the game I think it's a great game
0: yeah
1: I, I don't play it though
0: uh, last question goes to Craig uh, with today being the last day of September you mm. uh, it marks the end of the golden September movement in terms of the 2014 campaign," he said. Uh, with as much attention as it, the It's Aaron feature on Annie has gotten worldwide, and she's been awesome," he says. Uh, I'm wondering what indicators you've seen on the impact on its impact as a guy who is the quote-unquote spotlight guy and thus able to see it from a larger scale. How do we measure its impact? And I guess I would add to that. A lot of the things you do how do you get to kind of get feedback on how much impact it's having
1: i would say the interesting thing about this year with the it's aaron campaign in in, in comparison to the last couple of years is that um you know we've done some amazing uh, amazing things you know highlighting the three success stories from the mac Fund the first year then then three different organizations the second year and this and, and this the third year we were able to highlight three organizations again uh, obviously andy's awareness and and uh an amazing um one with the group that's aligned with uh fallen soldier families coming up and then and an amazing school in milwaukee that's doing some great things uh with the kids um but the amazing thing i think this time is is the people who i've heard from uh that have told me how far reaching this one has gone you know when the first couple campaigns you know you hear from uh email or a text from somebody like hey, I saw what you you know I saw this video it was it was cool, but this time i've heard just from so many different people from different walks of life uh you know friends from back on the west coast uh, friends in the entertainment business uh friends across the league and and that's that's when you know that uh, you're having uh, a big impact so again it's 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 a special uh honor to be able to uh to highlight these amazing organizations obviously means um, something a little bit more to me with annie and the bartos family because of the connection that jack and i had and and how that really got me going with the mac fund but uh, but i i can feel that this has been obviously the biggest impact that we've had and and uh, i know you know david uh, david gruber and myself are very proud of the things that we've been able to do with it Aaron.
0: well it's been it's truly been neat to see and i'm really happy for annie because uh she's such a great kid uh we did have a question last week that i failed to ask you while my computer was blowing up Mm. did you see stephen tulloch blow out his acl doing the uh the belt
1: i heard that he did yes uh
0: have you have you reached out to him to either give him uh tips on how to do it or to wish him a speedy recovery i haven't
1: i've seen a couple of his comments and uh steven's a great competitor uh i actually talked to him after the game. i didn't realize what had happened until i saw the film uh that he'd gotten hurt doing that um it's not the first person that's done the move it's i think probably the first person that's got hurt doing the move uh but you know steve's he's a great competitor and and a a great player and i've enjoyed competing against him i'm sure he He's mad about what happened, but I, he did say he would do the same thing over, uh, which I have to respect him for that. Uh, just, just next time, don't get hurt there, buddy.
0: Well, that was Aaron's question last week, and I failed to get to her question, so I uh, it was a good one, so I wanted to make sure I got to it. We will talk to you next Tuesday on a normal time. You don't have a Yes, normal pressing, time. Uh, it
1: will be actual, an actual day off.
0: Kind well, of. I, I, I'm sure you Pseudo. look forward to that. We will make sure we have plenty of Ask Aaron questions and try to reduce the number that I ask you. This has been The Aaron Rodgers Show.